Hey, we're back. Hey, how's that? Yeah. Hey, here Some, we go. Somebody's going to hit me up here, boys. What, oh, what are we doing first? Right. What are we going to do first? I, buddy, I don't care. You got them over here. Which one you want to do? What do you want to try? There's, there's a rye. What's, the, what's this uh, title? Tattersail. I think it was Tattersall's how it was pronounced. Tattersall. Tatters, yes, Tattersall. Tattersall. And then you got, what's this one over here? Crown Royal Winter Wheat. Uh, it's like a 20th anniversary or something winter wheat give me what that's gonna be like uh it's really smooth in my opinion um really calm really smooth almost has a sweet taste to it and i typically don't like sweet in a bourbon uh-huh. but man and that's that's a, Canadian more of a whiskey, whiskey but yeah, yeah yeah but man it is probably tastes like bourbon though so wheat so kind of whenever i was grabbing these bottles i i kind of went from one end of the spectrum so i imagine this to be pretty strong pretty spicy hot hot Okay. This is going to be cool, and this smoky. should be. None of them are going to be smoky. No. Uh, I, you know, I really don't know what to spec out Let's of this. Try it's um, What is? You know, it? it's a, it's a cast strength, so I don't remember what yeah. the proof is could on be, that. Punch. Could be pretty strong, I'd say. Yeah. You think it'll be hotter than that? Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I That's mean, a, we can't discriminate on hotness. Well, I don't yeah. like it hot. <laughs> I don't like it hot. How's this work? So I got a. I was going to bring, but man, I didn't want to bring a bunch of bottles. But um, Midwinter's Night Dram. It's by High West. Um, that sounds intriguing. I've never tried that. As a buddy of mine says, it's like a warm winter hug. Ooh. Man, oh, it Kentucky, is the Kentucky, Kentucky hug. hug. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is. It is really uh, good. Pass that around, Pudge. Right. There you go. I'm just gonna let mine ferment there a minute. What's oh you guys do with them fancy glasses? There's well, one yeah, sitting in front of you. Oh, I didn't see it. That's that's the taste it with first. You gotta go neat first. Gotta go neat. Uh huh. Yeah. Too hot. Too uh, hot. This, this rye won't be too hot. I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? I always thought ryes were hot. Now this not is uh, this is our Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. Oh, Chad's home country. Well, not my home country. My wife. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Her whole family is uh, from Utah. They smells really them. smooth. Does it? You gotta try a little. I've never. Should been I try it neat? I think I would. I mean, just pour a. Oh boy. Sorry. Just pour a taste. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting, man. Oh, Chad says it's interesting. It is. It is. That's not, not like yeah. a lot of rice. Uh, it's not what I was expecting to be no, honest. No. Well, be? I was going to cheers you guys, but gee mm. whiz. Could it be the Tattersall in, uh, in the cheers. Utah uh, basin? Know how to make some whiskey over here, man? Ooh, smells good. Yeah. And it is really, it's almost like a caramel. Yeah, it's got like a smoothie. Uh, yeah. Smooth, like a rich smoothie smell. Yes. Not so much, you know. Now, it's man. got a, it's got a little bit of that. It's got an afterbite. Yeah, that's a. But man, it's. Very unique, man. Yeah, and that's that's what I love about mm-hmm. not just bourbons. A lot of times I'll refer to it as bourbons, but I don't yeah. mean just bourbons. Yes, yeah, right. you know. Well, a rye is pretty distinct, but I got to be honest, that tastes different than any rye I've ever. ever that's tried. What's, what's a rye versus bourbon? So the majority of the mash, mash. bill is yeah. rye, yeah, as opposed so to it, corn, yes, or wheat. Okay, say this again, slowly. <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> about the whiskey process. Okay, so you guys are ate up with this. <laughs> I don't know about eight. So what? What is the process that they make that they use to make this whiskey slash bourbon? I know there's a lot well, like the starts, con- starts like, with what they call a mash list. Okay, okay, which is what? Which is basically the recipe 
Am I right? Yep. I mean, so the ingredients. Yes. yes. Move that mic up, Jan. And and, uh, and then you know the the like in a rye. Okay. The 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 ingredients. The, the key ingredient, or the, what they use the most of, in that mash bill, is rye. Rye. As opposed to most bourbons, it's probably corn. Yeah. Yeah. So um, your corn. Yeah. Corn liquor. Man, I someone someone's going to catch this and bash me for it but i, I think it's 80 percent corn mm-hmm. so a bourbon has to be at least 80 percent corn and then the remaining 20 percent can be a combombination of whatever wheat Sweets, rye wheat rye yeah also the mash is like the uh the vegetable that causes the fermentation yeah Absolutely. yeah so you're breaking yeah. you're breaking your starches and sugars down yeah so that's not where you add the sugars you will yeah this is where it starts yes okay like yes. this is what you the mash is what you essentially mash up to start the ferment, the process, the ferment process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which makes the alcohol. Correct. Right. Okay. So, all right. So then they take that mash mm-hmm. and they do what with it? You're going to pull the liquid off. You're going to pull all the liquid off. Yep. So you're going to. So explain to me a mash. What? Where do they keep this mash? Like where? Where are you going to do that process out out of or with a large what? vat or a still? Yeah. Okay, so yep. you fill the whole thing up with mash. Yep. Mm-hmm. All and right. It, and it's Wet pretty it, similar to steam it. Beer. Yeah, it's very similar to what you would see when they well, start. I don't do beer. Well, when they well. start making craft beer, like yep. you've seen the big vats. Yep. Yep. Things yep. like yep. that. I mean, sa- same kind of thing. Barrel. No, that, that's that's where it ends. Yeah. Okay, so so not, not the, not, I didn't mean the wooden thing, but yeah. I'm just saying some sort of. Well, like at your big distilleries, like if you've ever been on the bourbon trail, I mean. The vats are enormous. Okay, so they take that and they add that. They add the mash into the vat, mm-hmm. and then the vat. Do you add water? Do you mm-hmm. put pressure? Yes. Do you steam it? Water. Do you water? A lot of people do a lot of different things, and I'm yeah. no expert on this. That's what. That's where it goes different. Like yeah. different different uh, companies and distilleries do it differently. Some of them uh, are cold distilleries. Uh, some of them uh, use charcoal. Some of them use uh, to be bourbon. It has to use a certain amount of limestone, correct? That's Kentucky bourbon. Sure. Yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky's bourbon. convinced that their limestone purifies, purifies the water. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. it better. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue. Yeah. Okay. So, so how do they? So they clear the the liquid off of it. So how do they? You're gonna pull the liquid off, or pull the liquid off? Yep. So I'm gonna speak to this in very generic terms, like in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, so, I don't know any of this. So we're gonna take a 55 gallon drum. We're gonna throw whatever combination of corn. Right, we whatever you want, right? In a barrel, you're going to leave it set for seven days, and that barrel cannot drop below seventy degrees thereabout, right? Okay, and you're just going to let that thing ferment, just sit there, just sit there, right? So all your starches seven days, seven days in water, or just yes, in water. So you pour it all in there, and then add add the water, or add the water first. You add the water when you when you set it all. So you're going to add yeast, sugars, whatever, and a lot of guys your mash. Yeah, I know a lot of guys. If you're making homebrew, you know, they'll even add like bananas and apples yeah, and yeah. whatever. But regardless, you're going to put that in a 55 gallon drum. You're going to let that ferment for seven days. And then a lot of guys use like a cheesecloth. And again, I'm speaking generically, right? Yeah. But you're going to use a cheesecloth and a pump and pump that liquid off. And that liquid is what you're going to run through your still. And a still, the, the, the principle of a still is no different, whether it's my little 12 gallon still or the. 1200 gallon steels in Kentucky. Uh-huh. So, so okay. once you boil that, the alcohol is going to escape in a vapor form and then it's 
<laughs> once it leaves there, there's 15 million, I don't want to say 15 million, several different variations of how we capture that alcohol. But basically the alcohol is going to boil and then condensate back down. And that's what, what you're drinking. And then it goes, but like when it comes out of that process, it's white. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like vodka. Yep. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or moonshine. And then, then it goes into the barrel, yep. okay. which is the whole Probably the largest part of the process, actually. I mean, well, maybe it's got to be the most expensive. It, definitely. I mean, I mean, because that's where it ages. That's yeah, where it, yeah. For, that's where it develops its taste, its yep. smokiness, and everything yep. was it's from that barrel. Right? Yeah, and I, you know, I've got a really good friend of mine that that spent a lot of time in the the barrel making industry, and you know, he taught me so much on on how the barrel itself will alter the taste and the, the flavor palette, everything of one bottle to another so you can have the same exact goodbye two bottles liquor. of jim beam or yeah well you could have the same white liquor and if your barrels aren't consistent it'll change those bottles right. even though your mash and the process is the same if your barrels aren't consistent it's going to change it like that, that's what makes those the larger distilleries and stuff in in i mean it's amazing yeah it's those, the consistency. Dudes, those dudes can do that yeah i, I mean, mean. And, and the guy that started bullet i mean if you ever get really nerdy i mean that guy was an attorney i believe down in um, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Chubbyville? Shelbyville. Shelbyville. I thought you said Chubbyville. Shelbyville, Shelbyville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that guy started a, a distillery. I think it was in the 80s or whatever. Um, and, man, his his claim to fame is consistency. I mean, you you can go get whatever, whatever, what is it now? You got 30 bucks. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's consistent. Yeah, yeah. And that... At that time, that and was really every, hard. Every one of their labels is like that. Too, yes, man. yes, I mean, yes. And, and what I remember when it dawned on me that how cool the barrel aging process is. Yes, is like when you try some different ones. Like, okay, it might be the same bourbon. Like, it might be bullet. You know, just their regular bullet. Or then they'll have like a white label that's mm-hmm. a ten year uh, mm-hmm. ten year bullet. Then they'll come out with. Uh, you know, a, a barrel strength, like four roses, barrel strength and small batch. And I mean, like it's, it's yes. unbelievable. Like they're they, 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 they taste different and they're, real, all, yeah. they're so good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, and but then, like, if you take like their regular bottle, that's like what? 20 bucks. Like just, 99. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, then you get the, the small batch, that round bottle or whatever. And you're kind of like good. Okay. Better then they're, uh, what is that? The, uh, Handle. Single barrel. Yeah, the single barrel. Oh, my goodness, man. So whenever they say all that stuff, like you literally got to know what if it's single barrel. Yeah, so, that's... So what's this? this that's is, the whole complexity. So that's going to be a... And this isn't the right term, but that's almost like a... Tattersall. Yeah, that's almost like a micro brewery. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're small. They're, yeah, yeah, they're very small, so they can control their quality, but... That bottle but is what are they two years in? old. Uh, I don't have to look on the bottle. I don't remember what this one is. Rise a lot of times aren't as long, but... no. So this is a hundred proof, and that's all part of your process too, and what proof it is. Sure, right. Right. yeah. The longer it stays in there, man. Huh. This one doesn't say. I don't think I would want to do those ones out of the wine. I don't like barrels. Them. Some so, of them, some so, of them are okay. Like it, it depends to me. Like like I enjoy uh, the the sherry casks, uh, like like Angel's Envy. Oh yeah, uh, some of those. I mean, some of those are all right. Um, so when you're drinking whiskey, you're really wanting to know how it's made. You're not just saying, give me a burp. Well, I think, I think that's part of the interesting part of it for me. What do you that, think? Yeah, that's Kyle for me. I mean, yeah, yeah. so we went up to um, Minnesota. So if you guys are ever bored, and I could let this be a plug for High Bank Distillery, but um, High Bank up in Columbus, I mean, they've got a really good restaurant. 
Yeah. If you call ahead, have you ever been there? I, I've not. I've heard. You, I've heard you need to make the trip. Good. Yeah, I've heard it's I mean, really cool. Um, so yeah, you can take a tour. But so they did uh, some some bottles and wine barrels, and and they literally had a left and a right. So yeah. it was the same mash, same everything. Yeah. Went into a barrel on the left and a barrel on the right. Yeah. So we're standing there with the master distillery, and he's like, "Try them." And those two were daylight and dark difference. Yeah. I mean, I loved the right. I hated the left. Yeah. It was the same same mash bill. The only thing that was different, and, and the barrels, the, the wine barrels come from the same winery, but for whatever reason, those barrels were different enough that it completely changed the palate of those bottles. Wow. wow. So, I mean, you get into stuff like that. Temperature. Like, like, <sighs> like if the temperature of those barrels at, at a point got crazy yeah i mean and those yeah. those head distillers get so involved in where those barrels are placed in the rack house rick house, yeah, rack yeah, house. Yeah. you know are they what floor are they on yeah, boy. are they on the outside are they on the inside because it's gonna taste different yeah, yeah. and wow. i mean and i think i mean this is kentucky's claim to fame the the change in temperature so you have the really warm summers and really yeah. cool winters yeah. they say that change really draws the Flavor out flavor of the house. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see it. I mean, as opposed to somewhere that stayed the same temperature all the time. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you. We know that just from our but, decks. Well, that's kind yeah, of that's exactly. kind of it's kind of the difference between like, like. Well, I mean, there's a vast difference. It's probably a horrible example, but like whiskey and wine. Mm-hmm. Like you know, most of most most of your great wines, like in America, they're in like Napa Valley and all that. I mean, the, the temperature is pretty much the same. Control year round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it goes from hot and cold during the same day. Yeah. But not like here. Like can the weather down there where they're where they're making bourbon is the same as it is here, man. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, rough. Yeah. Like right now well, would one, be a one tough of the, time. Well, one of the coolest things. Well, I mean, then those those rick houses are hot. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, go I, on a tour yeah. in like spring, fall. Yeah. Don't go in summer and don't go in the winter. Yeah. We Ashley and oh, I did that once, yeah, and yeah. they are freezing. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you, one of the coolest times I was at uh, Jim Beam, which I think gives a great tour. Yeah, um, yeah, they do. Most popular bourbon in the world. Uh, but they were they were uncorking uh, barrels of Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. And the guy that was running the, the thing there, man, let us all have a little shot right mm-hmm. right out of the barrel. Right out of the barrel. Oh, my God. Man, yes. that was cool. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that was cool. Completely unchilled, unfiltered. Yeah, yeah, just right out of there. Yeah. Man. He goes, I, I, guess I probably shouldn't do this, but, you know, it was just cool. What the heck? Great story. <laughs> I mean, Great that's – it's like I was telling Chad earlier, you know, it's it's not – for me, it's not as much about the bourbon or the whiskey or the alcohol. It's the experience. It's about you getting know, drunk. It's, Huh? It's about getting drunk. <laughs> no, that's, that's what, that's that's what, what we were, we were talking yeah. about. Like, I, man, I'm to that point anymore. I, if I get drunk, it's on accident. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Because yeah. well, I mean, you have you have you taste five or six different. Whiskey. You're going to be drunk. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. I mean, yeah. but to sit down and you know me look at Ashley or, or yeah. one of my buddies and be like, man, I'm, we're going to finish this bottle off tonight, and I'm going to forget everything I did. I'm past that. Like way past that. And, yeah. and now, if conversation leads, and, hey, it, try this. I was going to say because typically, when Chad and I throw the top off one, it it off. Yeah. Yeah. now yeah. it don't get back <laughs> on. Yeah. We so my my brother in law was up a couple weeks ago, and we we had this conversation. Uh, yeah. Derek, I don't know if you guys remember Derek, Derek. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, Derek was that. up, and and you know I'd forgot about it. it was a couple of years ago. Uh, Dylan, how you know Dylan oh, yeah, and yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. 
drink trade around a lot and we're always chasing bottles so dylan come up and, and derek derek's in charlotte now uh-huh. roughly but uh so he come up and dylan come over and we're like hey man let's you know start tasting start tasting so we were tasting bourbons and i went ahead and opened this bottle of yellowstone and, and i mean yeah and, and like finally derek looked at me and he's like where's that bottle of yellowstone and it was empty yeah and none of us were plastered nothing yeah but it was just we got into conversation we got that's to how it goes that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. And, and, and i think it is the coolest drink bourbon to do that with man i mean yeah, to try I mean, these different yeah i mean yes. it, it, it is to me i mean no doubt why i mean it's i certainly sport it still as, as the american cocktail man yeah i mean you know that's yeah that's our booze and I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's good, man. Yeah, it and it's is. fun, and and there's so many different varieties, which is the same with any whiskey. I mean, Scotch is the same. Scotch way. is the same. I mean, but but and like you, you you and I were talking before the show. I mean, the tequila thing. Oh is yeah, here it goes. Huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once you taste it, like once you figure out the taste of Scotch versus the bourbon, it's it. You never can get that out of your mouth. I can't. Cardiff I just, just loves just that Scott. I know. Him and, and Morris, by day, I mean, and Morris, Morris, Morris has given a hard push, and I'm gonna, we're gonna have him back on the show, okay? And we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy gave one of the best presentations on Scotch that I've ever heard. Well, I see, I see, wounded man. Well, I'm not all bitch in the day. There was a man there that was got a, tranquilized. There was a man that he put down there. And it was not me and it was not you. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and it was not no, Kyle. Yeah, it was not, yeah. The man is not here. Yeah, but yeah. he got, ooh. Yeah. Well, Where, that's that. The, the handful of times that I have had scotch is the worst headaches I've woke up from. Really? Yeah. So I don't know that I've ever drank enough of it to, to, to I've never been drunk to be, Yeah. I, it, it always has. And, and Morris will get mad at me for saying this. I know what you're going to say. But it has this taste. Uh, yeah, like I just, like when you just get I think it's like vomiting. a malty, like yeah. mothballs. Yeah, Have you ever yeah. walked into well, a- Oh, yeah. It's it's like, or, or like Or like you've just eaten a, a rotten fruit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or you yeah. just vomited in your mouth, yeah. and, you're, and it's still in between yeah, your gums the only, and your jaw. Now the only the one, the only one I like that everybody else hated is the one that is really peaty and smoky. Like it, actually, it's like you're drinking a piece of firewood, or like they put yeah, water yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah, a piece yeah. of burnt even. firewood. But I kind of there was Which something about was that. that. Uh, I think it was Ardbeg. Glenfiddich is a Scotch, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's blended though. I think. It's a yeah. But man, I'm talking way out of school on that. I mean, I have no idea. I or is it? It might just be an Irish whiskey. No, no, no. It's it's Scotch. It's. Oh my goodness! Just finished up with one of our favorite stops after football. McDonald's. That's right. Thank you, Brad and Sarah Mung, and all of our local McDonald's restaurants for being great sponsors here of the Chubbies. Chubbies, I still want to know how many points you got. I've got more of them tonight. Go to McDonald's. Help out Brad and Sarah Munn. They sure help out our communities. Thanks, Brad and Sarah. In in Ireland. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it was hard to beat. It was awesome. So, you're a Bush so like, guy. I'm like out of hell with J-Mo, and everybody gets pissed off. But, I mean, I like, <coughs> I like J-Mo, too, yeah. but Bushmills, man. is Now, what's the, what's the brewing process of rum? I honestly I have no idea. Okay, what about tequila? Man, that's an Ashley yeah. question. Ashley, yeah. so it's all glaves, right? Agave, right agave. Agave. Yeah. I, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's a much quicker process, which yeah. is why a lot of your celebrities are jumping on board to throw their name on the bottle. Not in a barrel near as long. No. It is in a barrel, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's like six most months. All, most all this stuff is in barrels. Is in Except for uh, beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. beer is the only thing that doesn't yeah, right, turn in a barrel, right, basically. Right. 
Right. I, so. I have. I don't even like beer anymore. Yeah, that's I what do. we were. I still. I, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's I, not, yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, man. Yeah. I, I, like, if you had beer here, I'd be like, eh, I don't yeah, know. So now I like these, yeah. and I shouldn't because these just absolutely yeah. destroy me. Well, that's the th- my problem is I started off, and Kyle, maybe you can relate to this. I I started off as a beer drinker, right? And and, and so my problem <laughs> is, I want to sit down and drink bourbon. Like I'm drinking beer. That's, that, you, that's, you better yeah. learn. You better learn that that's, lesson early. Yeah, yeah that, you know, because that's yeah. not Fortu- gonna work. Fortunately, I had a an older brother that initiated me on bourbon right out of the gate. Uh-huh. I mean, the first drink so I had, knew. yeah, the first drink I had was wild turkey. You know, wild so turkey, yeah, yeah. you know, for years, it, yeah, it was wild turkey. He's because, still big whiskey man. Yeah, dude. He, <laughs> yeah. but he, and, and it's nothing against it. You know, he he loves handful of whiskey bourbons and that's it yeah you know yeah. he doesn't like venturing out like i do I he's a whistle he likes whistle pig i think doesn't he? yeah yeah the whistle pig we got into whistle pig it's really good it's a rye. A rye. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a rye um out of mineville new york in case you're yeah. Yeah. this isn't from utah it's from minnesota oh okay. yeah it's from utah we picked it up straight there oh it's, it says minnesota right grown minnesota, corn. Yeah. Oh, corn oh okay oh okay yeah, so that, hell, they probably that's, can't grow corn in utah i'd say you know, you would know more about that than I, I would. I, yeah, I, I really wouldn't. I've been there like I don't twice. know, man. Yeah. My neighbor's planting some corn through a pile of gravel, yeah, okay. and the corn's growing, <laughs> like, so yeah. I'm sure they can get it to grow yeah. in the salt flats. Yeah. 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 Just call yeah. Dylan. I'm sure he can figure out how to knife some nitrogen mm-hmm. into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make it work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't uh, – I, I guess I've really never got into these ryes, I guess. I didn't really know the difference. Well, they'll vary. Well, the whistle pigs. Like saying, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The no, whistle no. pigs is a rye that, that is so huge. So they have a 6, 10, 12, 15, and 18 barrel year, 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 year. Um, the six year is okay. They call it their piggyback. Um, mm-hmm. It's not bad. The 10 year is freaking awesome. You know, back when Jason still had the store in town, uh, he had the 12 year. And I, and I told him, I said, Jason, get the 10. And he's like, well, you know, the 12. And I'm like, get the 10. You'll sell five to one because the 12 is not very good. Yeah. But then you get to the 18 and it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, it's like, well, I can see why I just paid $120 for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the 10 is much more palatable, in my opinion. Yes. And a better price spot, uh, point. Exactly. Yeah, the 12 year it does is, is not very good. No. I'm with you. I still say bang for your bucks, Jim Beam. Well, I mean, Jim Beam, I mean, not really. I mean, bang for your buck, in my opinion. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, yeah. 25 yeah. bucks. Out yeah, yeah. if you can find it. Yeah. That's the hard time. Yeah. That's why I've kind of become like lately, I'm. Buying a lot of this bullet rye and, and regular bullet. It's, it's hard to beat bullet. I mean, it's not bad. It's man. not bad. But I've been noticing they're kind of edging up the price point on bullet. They're getting they're proud of it. Everything. <laughs> up. They're getting, yeah, they're getting yeah. proud of it. They're edging everything up because I think the ten year whistle pig when I started drinking it, I think it was eighty seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's up to ninety nine. I think it's a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, everything's which I get it. I mean. Every input cost all the way around going up. Oh, sure. And of course, demand. You right? still go to bars. Yeah. I'm sorry. You still go to bars? Not really. And and I don't mean this to sound arrogant, but it's so disappointing going to a bar. Number one, they don't have half of what I have. Yeah. And number two, it's you know that glass right there is going to cost me twenty five bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to a bar last week. Yeah, last week Ash and I went out just. Oh. I don't want to say a bar. I went to a restaurant, let's yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I told the bartender, I said, hey, pour me something. She's like, all right, you want a double? And I'm like, yep. Buffalo Trace. I was like, that's cool. Give me a double. I went to pay for it, and it was 20 bucks. 
You're like, come on. And I'm dude. like, do you I realize the bottle's bottle. 25? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, and now, listen, I don't fault the restaurant owners for it. Oh, no, they, it's probably hard for them to find, man. Well, yeah. but I mean, they're in the business. That's what they do. But sure. for me, it's like, I've got it at home. I don't need to yeah. pay I don't understand. Here. I don't, uh, I don't understand. Here's something I, I'm struggling with. Why are, f- I know food costs are way up. Like to feed your family right now at the grocery it's store. Yeah. Is, but if you look at that, like, I don't care what you go get. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care what it is. You know, if you looked at that thing versus what it cost you, you know you could still do it for ten percent. I bet if you did it yourself. Yeah, like why like are these you margins it, it so? Home, is what yeah, yeah. Like, like when we're talking bar restaurant. I went somewhere thing. the other day and I got I, I got two pieces of chicken. Uh, Mindy got a or yeah, Mindy got chicken. I got chicken and Gib got something, yeah. and it was like seventy dollars. Yes, and I was like, dude. Hey. I had a cup of veggies, two chicken breasts, and probably six nuggets. There you go, bud. Like, and, yeah. and like, we drank pop and water. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. For It's funny. Like, Helena's home this summer, right? So oh, we got, yeah. We got the whole band back together. Yeah. Five Which, which I, I'm not complaining about. Let sure. Me, let me yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, like. Where's your grocery budget? Well, it's amazing, dude. Like, when, you, when we go out to eat, like, when she's home, we like to, like, go out to eat mm-hmm. and do different things like that. And, uh, my God, man. I mean, to take, you know, four or five of us, like, it's a $100 bill, dude. Every time. Every time. Hey, hey, listen, man, we're not buying craft beers and drinks. No. We're drinking Diet Pepsis and whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean. So why is that? Well, I don't know, man. I've never been in that business. Guys, here's what aggravates me. And again, not to sound like this guy, but a couple years ago, Ashley and I started really, really buckling down on budget. Just. Yeah. we'd always done it but never got super serious about it and yeah. one of the things she pointed out i was eating out all the time yeah. you know because your job yeah, yeah. I, I just i was on the road and she's like hey we need to discipline ourselves yeah okay so started making extras for dinner packing lunch yeah starting getting more disciplined well what i discovered through that is by not eating wendy's whatever three days a week mm-hmm. right i can go to jeff ruby's once a month on that same money. There, there you go, dude. Yeah. And, and, and once once that light bulb went off, I'm like, I, I, Jeff Ruby's all day long. And and here's the thing, guys. I can go to Jeff Ruby's, take my wife out to Jeff Ruby's, get a 12-ounce Wagyu, uh-huh. get catered like no other for like 300 bucks. Right. Yeah. And, and it's about the same. Right. On what you well, but, but, but I'll tell you what, you'll enjoy that dinner at, at Jeff Ruby's a hell of a lot more than what you were driving point. through Wendy's. Three t- no, no offense, Wendy's. Yeah, no but offense. They're not Wendy's our sponsor. Or, or yeah, anyone. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. And by God, McDonald's, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we Listen, love you. Yeah, we're not talking it's the about app. Big Macs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's the app. If you yeah, use the yeah, app, yeah, yeah, yeah. you discipline yourself to use the app. Did we did we turn you on to that, dude? Uh, no joke. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I, are you I, hearing I, this? I, I, I'm, Brad, no, Brad, Brad will tell you. So um, took the family through. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I was missing a drink or a fry or something, and, and the kids were just screaming in the back. You know how it is. You know, I've got a yeah. five-year-old and a 10-year-old, and, yeah. and whichever one of the kids was missing something, and you know, I was like, I want my cheeseburger. So I'm like, all right. So I parked in whatever spot six. I walk in there and I'm like, guys, I'm missing my cheeseburger. And Brad looks at me, deer in the headlights. He's like, man, I'm sorry. And I'm like, listen, it's Pudge's fault. I went to spot five because Pudge keeps bragging on the <laughs> yeah, app yeah, yeah, yeah. and the reserved spots. And he's like, I'll tell Pudge. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, no, it, it was no big deal. You know, people, yeah. people make some mistakes. But, but yeah. you, you make an awesome point there, though, man, because I, I know we went through this exercise. I don't know. It's like last spring or whatever. You know, our kids are involved in all these different sporting activities and you know i'm going half the time whatever and we're just we're constantly eating out yeah well you're constantly adjusting to life 
Well, yeah, but like then all of a sudden, like if you actually put a number to it, dude, that's it. I yeah. mean, we're spending. I mean, I mean, no joke, dude. Like we're spending between three and four grand a month eating out. Yeah. Oh wow. That that was that was the light bulb for us. So I mean, it, yeah, and you it, don't realize that. You man. don't realize it. So we yeah. we caught it on a health conscious side of things. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, you know, because Ashley got us really good into watching our macros, counting our macros. Mm-hmm. So through that, it was man, look at what we've been spending eating out. Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, my kids are pretty involved, not super involved, but yeah. you know, parents are like, Hey, I gotta run through McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever. Mm-hmm grab a gas station pizza because I can't fix dinner. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, we've fixed dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. You can, yeah, exactly. You yeah. can plan yeah. ahead. And it's figure it's it out. what you've got to do. It, it, exactly. And it involves some planning. It does. Know? And, and listen, it, it's easier. It. It's easier in the summer yes. when we can activate the grill. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, big cooking you know? surface. Yeah. You know, you can go out there and cook, uh, 10 uh, steaks at a time or whatever, yeah. you know, yep. uh, chicken breasts mm-hmm. what i mean makes it a little easier man mm-hmm. it does but yeah. we're like i'm telling you what, man we're gonna do a better job next year mm-hmm. i mean it's just kind of because that's ridiculous i mean we don't need a we the only bad thing we do is with gibson like he he is so he's not picky but it's like oh my kids are gosh you get him something and he's like oh i don't like it oh well what else you want and you gotta go get something else and it's like you know you're just gonna need to start eating what we fix and just I, yeah. I, I'm a mean dad. I don't give my kids a choice. It's like, the, yeah, here's, yeah. here's what it is. You're going to eat it or starve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Well, I mean, I, I think that, like, what I what I notice, though, is, like, my kids are much more apt to complain or bitch about food outside the home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like that or whatever. But, like, if we make it at Tell the house. Is. I would agree with that. They're normally kind of like, ah, yeah, you know. Yeah. That made yes, yeah. yeah. Made, yeah I agree know, with that. They they seem to be a little more excited about it, you know. I love I love eating with my son. You, you know, and my dad always said this. He said you can learn a lot about your kids at the dinner table. Oh my god, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And he said yes. if, you, if he said if you really want to get to know your kids, he said sit down there and have dinner with them and every night. And he said you'll be able to get to know them. He said that's how. And I and I kind of believe that I I make Gibson sit there and eat. You, you know, and like, do you think that was a product of COVID? Maybe. You know, you had the time, and you were almost forced to go to the table, and then this light bulb went off and was like, We've kind of always done that, though. Did you? Yeah. We tried to, but, man, I'll tell you, we've we've struggled. Well, I got one kid. Well, and and you've got kids varying ages. Yes, I do. So it's – Well, and I mean, we just, like, certain times of the year – it gets a little rough. Now in the winter this year, we didn't do nobody played basketball. We didn't do anything. I mean, we had yeah, you had the time some little stuff, but yeah. And then it was it was nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've we've got to get back to that. And I mean, Kyle <laughs> Pudge and I talk about this all the time on the show. Like, and heck, we'll ask your opinion of it. Chubby's, hey, you know we all know this guy. All the folks over at AP Prep, we, th- we cannot thank you enough. Look those guys up at APPrep.info. We get asked all the time, hey, what happens? How do you get over there? Hey, that's how you do it. You get on APPrep.info. You look them up. You set a time for your kid's assessment. They schedule a time. You bring your kid over there. Boom, it's done. They get you right in the schedule. And hey, for all you adults, you just show up on Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday night at five thirty, and they got their boxing classes. It's ten dollars, or you can join by the month so look them up at apprep.info it uh it passed but man i'll tell you it was it, what a nice reset that yeah was, it was and <laughs> you I, know. I agree with you i think it was needed yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah, it, was back, almost, it was almost like it was get, checking us up it was kinda, yeah it was kind of cool for my family man mine too oh you yeah. want to play baseball or no they're in a baseball yeah they're in yeah. football they're in a nope, just once we got past the that house, initial buddy. Yeah. Once we got past that initial shock of, hey, there is no baseball. Yeah. 
you yeah. know, hey, there is no whatever. Well, I mean, there, you could you could go out and scream at the sky if you wanted to, but you know, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the thing is, I mean, hey, look, dude, it is what it is. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's enjoy ourselves here a little bit. You know, I, I had a great time. Well, I did too. I yeah. Mean, I hate signing a lot of people, lost people, and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, look now. Understand, we're not. Yeah, that's I don't not mean what like we mean. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that today about whenever I had COVID and I got sick. I was, yeah. I was sick for twenty four hours. Do you know that I went through the entire pandemic and never got it? You didn't catch it. You no, and I was absolutely. I, I was. I don't know if I could say I was the asshole in the room uh-huh. that. You know, I'd walk in an establishment, and they'd be like, hey, put your mask on. I'm like, I'll take my shit somewhere else. Yeah. You know, like, I, I refused to change anything. Yeah. My kids never got it. Ashley didn't get it until, like, the very end. Yeah, I kind of caught it I towards mean, the we, – we made it through a long time. She, my mm-hmm. God, dude, we were doing shows. Right. The whole thing, man. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, we had a couple scares, but then I did get it. Didn't I get it before you? I had it in January. Of I had 22. it in January. Me too. I had it in January. I think uh, it's when Ashley had it. it was January twenty-two. I, I, Abram and I quarantined ourselves in the mm-hmm. Comfort Inn and watched the Ohio State Buckeye uh, versus Utah game. So whenever the hell that was, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-one. I, yeah, Massey had it. Massey had it like twice. Didn't yeah, he? but he had it the first time after he left our show. Oh, that was yeah. over Thanksgiving break, and that's when we thought we had it. Of twenty, yeah, yeah, we thought we. Had yeah, it was scary. Then. That's oh, what. That's when we thought. Uh oh, we, we I go. didn't go to Thanksgiving with down. my family. Yeah, yeah. Me, me either. We well, all stayed yeah. home. But, yeah. Well, that's what we did. We just didn't do a lot outside of our. Well, yeah, we were, family. but Massey had called us and said that he he tested positive, yeah. Yeah. and we had just done a show with him on Thursday yeah. or on like Wednesday or yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. And then yeah. the following night, yeah, it was on Tuesday. And then yeah. the following night, he told us, so I didn't go to my family's Thanksgiving. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't either because yeah. I was scared. I was that was back in full yeah, that's blown before panic. anybody really knew. Yeah. Like, hey, man, this, you know, yeah. and, and and I didn't want to go around my parents, or mm-hmm. yeah. Melissa's parents, mm-hmm. or you know, I just didn't want to do that, and. uh well, yeah, you know we we all popped. Everybody, it. everybody made it too. Yeah. What all. else? So the boys is uh, Mason ten. He is ten. Just turned ten. Week two weeks ago, twenty fifth. All right, all right. Yeah, yep. you'll be ten in uh, yep. August. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. are you putting Gibbon football? No. Uh, so <laughs> Mason mm-hmm. is coming out. Do you know my boy Mason? I don't know if you've seen him. I've seen him. Yeah. Uh, the kid's got a heart of gold. Yeah, uh, did. I, I he's look forward. Hopefully, he gets on on our side of things. I, I don't. Playing? Yeah, yeah. So he's playing. I don't know how much playing we're going to do, but we're going to. Right. We're going right. to go to practice, and that's all he wants to do. That's all he. The kid just thrives to be involved and part mm-hmm. of something. Well, that's yeah. all he wants. You know yeah. what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he he doesn't care if he's the quarterback or if he's the water boy. He he could care less. He just wants to be a part of it. Well, he'll, he'll probably. He, I, he I hope I hope he has a good experience, man. I think so. Yeah, I, I yeah. talked to a couple guys and uh, look forward to it. Yeah. Try it. Start camp yep. next week, and uh, yeah, we'll he's going to camp. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to camp. And you'll, you'll have a pretty good idea on whether or not he wants to be a part of it. That's camp. what I'm thinking. Yeah, that camp yes. is. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man. I I give Coach Hall a lot of credit. That camp's fun, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they look forward to that, man. But still, but still, you're in the heat of the day. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, you get a little bit of. You, you're going to get a little taste of how and, this is going to like be. The, the mm-hmm. drills that they do up there. That's kind of what you'll be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't think that. I, I I don't know, man. We can throw hypotheticals at the wall yeah. all day, but. I don't think the the heat or the drills. I don't think will bother him. No, they're uh, kids. Yeah, kids. I, like yeah. they don't. That's what I always say. Like, man, you don't need to go out and run a hundred sprints because they're kids. I mean, well, like yeah, you've always said, though. Yeah. There's no worse place to be. Oh, there's God, no more no. miserable place to be yeah. than on a football field you don't want to be on. No, no. Yeah. It, it, it being at a football practice mm-hmm. 
if you don't like football, yeah, is the worst place you can be. It. And so, I, one unpopular take that 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 I hand out a lot as advice to parents, because this is the way I looked at it myself. Now, you know, my son loves it; he's looking forward to it this year. But, um, you know, he's only eleven. You know, he'll be a sixth grader. But the, the the way I look at it, like at this age, man, really, I mean, it does not really mean a whole lot toward their future. I mean, I the, the, the best thing we can do is make them love football. And, 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 and here's what I always tell parents, like, and this was me, dude. I'm always like, hey, if you start something, yeah, you're going to finish it. Now, I would argue with peewee league parents, particularly first-year players. I mean, if they come home night three or four or five and say, early, yeah, they say, damn, Dad, I, I don't know if this is for me. I don't like this. I'd be like, hey, I'll tell you what, cool, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they have flag football and some different things, or they got fall baseball. They got all kind of stuff. Or maybe, hey, take a whatever. chill out, yeah. chill, chill out. Hey, and you know what? If you want to try again, come back next year. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, and, and the thing is, I that's the only time I, I, like, I really feel strongly that it's okay to break that rule of never quitting because, like I've told Pudge all the time, man, there is no worse place to be. And you're signing up, like, if you're, if you're already there at week or at day five, six, oh. seven, I would probably say up until about day 20. And really, oh, I'd say it's first up, thirty days. Yeah, it's up to you and your kid to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I mean, sure if you is. get pot committed and you're you know you're six games deep, yeah, you know, well, there, you, yeah, finish it. Then out. Then I yeah, think you yeah. finish it out. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean, anytime yeah. for the first game, yeah. If, yeah. if the kid comes home and says, yeah. "Hey, man, I, this sucks," or after yeah. the first game, like if they don't have any fun at the game, dude. I mean, you well, know. I mean, they should be a mature enough kid, even at all those levels, yeah. that you should be able to say, "Okay, here's here's your choices." Uh-huh. Um, do you, you know, man? It's a long season. You're here till November. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, it's about every night. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to continue because we can't be in and out? You have to either be no, all no. in, and yeah, I don't want to hear this again. Yeah, yeah. Right. And right. I think that you could have that conversation with an eight-year-old. Yeah, I had it with mine. I think you should. I had it with mine, yeah. yeah. That's why mine has decided not to play. Yeah. I, I remember the first year we, we played football. I mean, you know, hey, man, kid's a lineman. You know, uh, it's going to suck. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's hot on a, on mm-hmm. a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Ah, oh, Dad, what time's practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when is it over? Yeah, especially that sun hits you. You walk yeah. out the door, and, and, that heat just and melts. And I mean, you. it's like it's like, man, I've been there. I know mm-hmm. what that feels like. And I'm like, hey, look, dude, like this is football. Yeah. yeah. Now, you don't have to do it now. I mean, you know, and, and that's why I've always approached football with him. And maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I've never pushed as far as like. Man, there's nothing I'd love more if he'd be waking me up at nine o'clock in the morning, like, "Hey, Dad, let's go run. Let's go. Uh, yeah. let's go do drills. Hey, yeah. take me to AP prep. Take me to all these places. I want to do this. I want to do extra. That ain't my son. Yeah, yeah. And I can be the guy that shoves him into it, and all of a sudden he starts hating it. Or I can be like, "Cool, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll I, go with it." I and it's it's. I, that's just one thing I try to encourage. And I, I tell the parents on my team every year, like, Hey, look, man, if you're having trouble, come talk to me. I'll talk to your kid. Mm-hmm. But look, open book. There is no shame mm-hmm. or disgrace in saying, you know what, man, we're going to try it again next year. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, particularly first well, year guys. I, I, I don't mean, know if you talk to Grant 
or if you oh, yeah. uh, listen to Grant yeah, Mastin's yeah, podcast, absolutely. but but he talked about how you know in like third, fourth, you're a different kid than whenever you're in fifth and sixth. Oh God, yes, I you're can a see different that. kid than when you're in seventh and eighth. Yeah. You're a different kid in freshman and sophomore than you are your junior yeah. and senior. I just ha- I just had a conversation with a guy the other night. You're so many, and he's like, people. man, if we look right now, okay, uh, my kid is you know like I say he's eleven, just turned eleven. Yeah. His body's going to change roughly four more times yeah. before he graduates from high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't speak on. So, make sure he's having fun. Yeah. Because if he's not. He won't be there. He might miss out on a great opportunity, mm-hmm. man. It'd be just like if, if I mean, I, I'd say the same thing. If you're trying to get your kid guitar lessons and he's coming home and he's going, damn it, dad. Mm-hmm. I just can't pick this up. I hate it. Well, yeah. All right. We'll put it down. Yeah. Hey, now next year he might come back to you and be like, "Hey, don't pick us up. I want to try this guitar." I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly no genius, but I uh, and and I might get uh, boy, I might get burnt for being like that. But man, I just I'm <laughs> I'm easy on the push, dude. I think you got to go easy on the push, but I also think you need to maintain some responsibility. Oh, absolutely. And and help, hold them accountable. Well, to- because because what you can't forget are the lessons that are there in sports. That, that are important. That are useful. Mm-hmm. Useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we said, useful but versus, yeah, yeah, useful but meaningless. Yeah. And, and we want to drop, pull that usefulness out of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's something to say whenever you get your clock cleaned and you get up. Oh. Yeah. You know, there's Can't something. Learn that lesson. You know, there, anyway. there's something to be said about winning the race. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something to be said about scoring a touchdown or scoring a goal. Yeah. You know, hey, winning as a about, team. Uh, something to be said about getting beat. And coming and, back and, and coming next back. Week. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of useful stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Visa is not going to care what <laughs> no. you did when you were 10 <laughs> no, years no, old. No. no, dude, Visa doesn't collect Super Bowl trophies. But no, no. no. Um, uh-huh. You know, the bank is there. You know, they're uh-huh. still going to foreclose on your house whether or not, yeah. you know, you are like, won. now that's a nice ring you got for that baseball championship when you were eight. Yeah, we're still gonna take your house. Where's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta make sure you get that out yeah, when we take yeah, your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I well, you know, there, there's been a uh, there's been an onset here lately of like, and I'll just go ahead and say it, but there's been an onset of like some, you know, some guys that were in sports that's just having some troubles. You, oh, you know, and and uh, you know, I think a lot of it may come down to some of that responsibility stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here to. Who knows? Everybody's got their theories, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, now we're you're, doing you're, it right now. Is now the only thing I yeah, know. You're, you're a guy, mm-hmm. okay. Now you're in sales for a mm-hmm. living. If I'm not, mm, not anymore. Okay, are you still with Ramke? Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you doing now? Mm, Littles I can get by with. Oh, okay. I, I see how it goes. <laughs> I, I've, I've I've tried to get myself into one of those backstory. Yeah. Oh man, like I'm telling yeah, you what, yeah. it is. Uh, I, man, so have you ever listened to the Boz Lerman? Um, Mm-mm. Everyone's free to wear sunscreen speech. I, I, I think maybe up. I have. Yeah, I think so. So part of that says not many twenty-five-year-olds know what they want to do for the rest of their life, and the most interesting forty-five-year-olds still don't. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I spent the last whatever fifteen years of my career trying to find what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, and I, I just told my dad like yesterday or the day before, I was like, "Dude, this is it." Like, you think you found it? Yeah, this is it. Like it That's just awesome. It just clicked and. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, give, give us the timeline a little bit. Like, how, how did you it go? Yeah. Like, you start off in, uh, what, sales? and then... yeah. yeah. So, so I want to go back to this story we talked about earlier. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I think we might have motivated this you, guy. You, uh, not positively. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, hey, we might have been hardcore salesmen. You okay. were. Uh, you won't. Like, I, mean, you, I can't imagine. 
but I, you know, so, I don't remember this. I, well, I don't know. know that we've ever talked about it since. So May of tw- 2007, um, a parap- yeah. So I'll paraphrase this story. Real so I'm at high university. <laughs> we were going hard. We're where hardcore. I was at high university okay. and, uh, I'd come home. It was the weekend of Palmer Fest. I come home for the weekend, and what was your first mistake? Palmer Fest. You should have stayed here, or uh, should, have stayed, should have stayed in Athens. For I had Palmer to work. Fest. Oh. so that's relative to the story. So I, I get back up to to we Dusty Nicholson, Pat Lance, and I were living together at the time. So I get back up to our house at like I don't know seven eight o'clock. I crack a beer, start doing some homework, catching up, and just start feeling really really weak. Um, finally, at like three or four in the morning, I wake Dusty up. I'm like, dude, I'm taking myself to the emergency room. So I walk in there and they're like, hey, so how was Palmer Fest? And I'm like, I don't know, I wasn't here. And they're like, so what kind of drugs you take? I'm like, I, I wasn't here. Yeah. I was working. I yeah. opened one beer and I couldn't even drink it. Like, yeah. I'm out, you know. Yeah. So long story short, they find out I have Crohn's disease. Okay. Okay. So mom, dad comes up, pick me up. We go through the whole rigmarole. Dad goes back home. So I'm up here to Blenis going through everything with mother and uh we come home and i'm walking in and i'm just drained i mean i'm sick 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 walk in our living room and all i want to do is lay down and go to sleep because i had been poked and prodded and just uh-huh. tortured for like 24 hours walk in the living room and here's you two clowns talking <laughs> to dad right and chad remember. looks at me and goes hey buddy what's wrong i still had like the hospital <laughs> on my wrist and he's like hey buddy what's wrong and i'm like i just got diagnosed with crohn's disease that's great you need life insurance before it hits your medical <laughs> record let's, let's go ahead and do it right now let's do it right now i shit you not i had that policy up until like five years ago and that uh, cancel western southern policy you know how hard that is yeah, yeah. i've heard it's, i've heard it's a bear it's yeah, 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 yeah. and i, I remember <laughs> i remember you guys leaving and and I remember saying something to Dad. I was like, I where was this at your house? At Mom and Dad's house. Where up on the hill, up Franklin hill. Grange townhouse or townhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Dad, I, I, I remember something. Yeah, because you. Yeah, wasn't you me. Were, was I with Joel Wood? No, no, it was it was you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, dude. Yeah, it was you. Because I had that route like right out through. Yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, on the way to kill. I don't you, know if you, you were, were training or just happened no, no, with you, him. You no. were just, uh, we used to run occasionally yeah. together, and and yeah. uh, uh, we were out there talking yeah. to your dad. Dude, I've been in every living room in yeah. Southern yeah. Ohio. <laughs> I, I I remember it because he came in looking peaked, man. Did <laughs> oh, dude, well, I didn't know him. I didn't yeah, know you. Yeah, yeah Chad would have known you, but I didn't. Well, know I just yeah. saw well, I just he had to, he, and, uh, I I mean, I gave you some empathy first, right? No, no, you did. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, it I just, that, it was him that was an asshole. <laughs> it was me. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. sign here. Yeah. You'll be covered. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. never going to hit your medical record. We'll yeah, get you yeah, covered yeah, before this yeah. Crohn's diagnosis yeah. hits your. Co- Back in, you had to watch that stuff. You yeah. still do. Well, now so, there's no hiding it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no hiding it now. Yeah. So it's yeah we could have slid that right through you did Back in. Back oh we in. did you did hundred <laughs> percent you did and then uh, I, so you guys left and I don't remember who the agent was at the time I do that's a conversation for another story but okay. anyways that agent looks at it and goes oh my god like if something happens to you this is not going to pay out well that guy was lying to you man no it would it was a girl no it would have it I don't know it doesn't matter yeah, yeah it would have yeah I don't know why it wouldn't have I mean, if they issued it, it had it been there two years. Yeah, if it had been there two years, it'd probably oh yeah, it'd been yeah. there two years. He was good. Yeah, you were good, buddy. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Well, we but regardless, you. I I remember 
you guys walking out the door and, and telling dad, I was like, I hate salesmen. And my mom goes, oh, that Reynolds boy is such a nice boy. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mom. just like, eating in her diner all the time. Right. Man. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, we used to go over there for yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah mom, that Reynolds boy. Yeah. I'm like, shit, we used to go there for breakfast. <laughs> so I mean, Chad used to meet her right here at the diner right, every morning. Like, really? She, yeah. You know, hers was the one Yeah, she was the one over there. Yeah. We fluctuated all of them in town. Oh, yeah, we had Oh, gosh. Yeah, that, and and even back then, Jackson was just a different place. Oh my God, yes, it, it really just was. Yeah, I mean, it was. You'd go in that diner, and there, or even over at your mom's, there's always the same guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was packed in there, man. When yeah. I was coaching football the second time through, right? Yeah, before you're Southwestern Southern. Me and me, Dad, uh, yeah. Shane. Yep. Uh, all of like we would all meet over there Saturday morning. Yeah, and yep. sit there. I mean, my goodness, uh, I bet I can't believe she didn't just throw us out of there, man. <laughs> dude. She loved it. I mean, she. <laughs> I mean, she I will say like 95% of the people that come in there, she absolutely loved. And yeah, she boy, loved she her did. regulars. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. cantankerous and hateful and everything is, yeah. most of the regulars were. She still loved oh, them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just give it right back to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, she'd but, come over and tell us like, no, you guys got to try this. I mean, I got this. <laughs> yeah. And we'd be like, well, fire it up. Yeah. yeah we'll bring try it. Yeah. And it was always awesome. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 Hey, everybody. I want to talk to you about one of our special friends and friend of the program, Geiger Brothers Construction. Man, those guys have been with us since the start. Scott Massey, even though we're kind of hard on you sometimes, we sure do appreciate your sponsorship. And guys, if you own a commercial business and you need some contracting, engineering work, anything done, give those guys a call. 740 780-286-0800. Geiger Brothers. Thanks. I hated when that place closed, man. We got anything else, boys? It's been an hour. My gosh. Yeah. See how easy that was? We've still got two more bottles to try. Wow. Uh, I mean, we we can try those another time. We, we'll, we'll get you. Well, back we got to get you back. You're going to be our resident bourbon oh, yeah. advisor because this is yeah. We're going to start this. I want to get you on here occasionally and talk about bourbon. We don't want his brother. Yeah, we'll have to get him. We'll have to get Morris on here to talk about scotch. scotch. Yeah, I would love to hear that yeah. one because yeah. I don't know much about scotch. Well, I mean, dude, we're gonna we need to probably. I would here's here's a teaser. Uh-huh. And tell us, guys, if you'd be interested. Chubby guys sponsoring some tasting Ooh. events. Ooh, I mean, where we we come in and pour some bottles and go. But now, wait a minute. Before we finish up, I want to hear the Fannin. We we got we got sidetracked on Pajani's tremendous sales ability. <laughs> All right, so you start off in sales at Rumke. How many years have you been there? No, no, no. no. I started off in sales with John Deere. Oh, okay. yeah. So that was a total fluke. Can you, um, can you, can you help so, me out, yeah. there, brother? So um, this would have been oh eight, oh oh nine, oh nine. Uh-huh. So we're in a recession. Times are tough, right? Not an easy no time good. for sales, yeah. No. Well, I wasn't in we sales. Li- we lived it. Oh, yeah. Um, so I had got. Thank you. It was Leslie Equipment at the time, which is Murphy here in town, right? Oh, they okay, were in Chilcothy. Yeah. Okay. A uh, buddy of mine's dad was the store manager up there. Um, got dad some business, hauling some equipment for him. We'd hauled several things for him and uh, hadn't heard from him for a while. So I was coming home for Thanksgiving break from Ohio State. I was Ohio State's time. We come home. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to swing in down there, just Say check hi. in. Yeah. yeah. So I just walk in the office. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? You know, don't want nothing, don't need nothing. Just wondering if we'd done something wrong. Like, we hold uh-huh. a ton of shit for you, and we haven't heard uh-huh. from you for like a month. Yeah. 
he just like throws his feet up on the desk and he's like, you want to come to work for me? And I'm like, dude, I'm done turning wrenches. I'm done yeah, yeah, turning yeah, wrenches. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, no, I need a salesman. I'm like, I am not, not. I hate salesman. salespeople. I met these dude, I guys. Hate yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will buy a car and wire the guy the money so I don't have to talk to him. Yeah. Like I, so anyways, so I did that for, um, five years and then, uh, and now that is, I haven't. Let that breathe. That's going to be awesome. Oh, buddy. So in 2014, I went, uh, again, nerdy story, Stefan Walters. Yeah. Stefan had just uh, lost his job. Okay. And was looking for work. So I'm like, dude, we can find you something, right? And this position come open or come up on like Monster, Zoom, whatever. And uh, it was industrial sales rep or industrial waste rep. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, so you just managed accounts like Glattfelder, Osco, power plants, stuff like well, that. Larger accounts. Yeah, it was all yeah. large accounts. Yeah. And it was all has, non-has waste stuff. Oh, okay. um, and Bruce Downard, you know, shout mm-hmm. out to Bruce. Uh-huh. Bruce is why I'm where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I called Bruce up. I'm like, hey, what is this? And he's like, man, it's really technical. It's like 95% technical, 5% sales. I'm like, that's my job. That's yeah. where I need to go. Uh-huh. So in that process, so I would just hypothetically. Was Bruce, like, was he the, the manager at uh, Ramkey? Mm-hmm. Or? Yeah, he's the. Superintendent or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's the district manager now. Okay. So, you know, I always said I, I don't work for Bruce, but Bruce is my boss. Okay. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, sure it does. He, yeah. he wasn't my direct report. Everybody, everybody has a guy like that. Yes, yeah. and that yeah. was Bruce. And, man, I'll tell you what, Bruce just, like, took me in under his wing, taught me everything he knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my interview, Andy Rumkey, one of the owners of Rumkey, oh he, he looked at me and he said, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want this job. And he's like, no, what do you want to do? And I was like, I, I don't know. And he's like, when you find out, let me know. So, like, two or three years later, um, so – when the reps find a waste stream, whatever, let's say it's contaminated soil, right? Sure. I'm going to use a Meridian as an example. Okay. So I managed that project for Rumpke, made sure all the sampling was done correct, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Then I sent it to a guy in engineering, and he reviewed my work, and then he's oh. the one that signed off on it. He's the one responsible for everything, blah, 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 blah. Oh. So I ran into Andy like two or three years later, and I'm like, I want his job. And he's like, there's only one in the entire company. And I'm like, Oh, I don't have to tell you. When he <laughs> no, retires, you I want me. his job. You, you yeah. ask me. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. And uh, so, like, I don't know, a year or so later, uh, the guy's name's Brian. He calls me up, and he's like, hey, man, um, just want to throw it out there. We're thinking about splitting the company and creating their position, and I want to throw your name in the hat for the job. And I'm like, yeah. Told you. Want that yes. job? Yes. yes. <laughs> so this all happened in 20 during COVID. So okay. it, it took a lot of time. but Slow, um, yeah. Yeah, it was slow starting, but man, I just love it. So I, over so no, no sales then. Really no sales, uh, no yeah. sales. Um, so I have I think five reps um, that, that that do not report to me. They report to sales. Yeah. Um, so I'm in engineering. So they send me data and say, "Hey, I've got this soil job. What do you want? What do you want to see?" And I just work with it from there. And dude, it's uh, never in a million years did I. You know, sit back and say, "Hey, I want to do this for a landfill." It isn't yeah. that? Isn't that amazing? Dude? I, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. Did you ever think, like, I bet when you were growing up, you're like, "Man, I think I might work for Brumkey." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like, dude, care. If, if, I just if somebody, want... if somebody had told me that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now, oh, yeah. that yeah. I'd have been like, I don't think I'd ever thought of that. No, no. I don't even know. Well, now. I did. 
Well, yeah, you did. You were I, predestined. I was. I was. I wanted to be an insurance agent. Yeah. 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 And there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just, I don't say I didn't have any direction. I just didn't know what direction well, I wanted I, to go. Yeah. Me too. I kind of knew I, I wanted to be in sales, I think, mm-hmm. after after I had tried the other route. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know where my niche was going to be. That's, that's like, I, like, I didn't know that companies like I'm working for now existed. existed yeah. That, yeah, I, I mean, that's you, it. You know. And, and I don't want to bash on sales, guys. I, I enjoy sales. I love sales. What I hate is, you know, like with Rumpke, and, and this is just business 101, right? Uh-huh. So so we would do, I would do a lot of work with the Army Corps of Engineers on dredging uh-huh. um, the Ohio River in Pittsburgh. So yeah. there's a company, the dredge in Pittsburgh, put it on barges, send it to Galpolis, and I'd send trucks down there, load it up off the barge on the trucks and ship it to Wellston, right? Those jobs is just whenever it happens, it happens. And if I bid it and get it, I do, get it. And if I don't, I don't, right. right? So if I got it, let's just say this year, well, then October of next year, I'd get a phone call, hey, that 15,000 ton job you had last year, what happened to it? I don't know. You going to get it again? Probably not. Like, I'm just very matter of fact, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. that was the side of sales. Like, listen, I'm yeah. going to go out here and I'm going to hustle as hard as I can. I'm going to work as hard as yeah. I can. I'm going to get you everything that I can. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and, there, there, there's different companies and you got to find a company like Pudge and I, I, I wouldn't trade that for a, a bit that we came up in Western Southern because, man, it developed that grit and, and, and accountability. And I'll agree. Yeah. For me, it was John Deere. I mean, yeah. dude, they like you need when you're first starting yeah. in sales, you need somebody asking you like, hey, pal, what are you doing today? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. What are you yes. doing tomorrow? Yes. Hey, where did that go? Yes. What happened yeah. to yes. this? Yeah. You know, but then you get to a certain point where, you know, they, they trust you and you move up into organizations and different. Yep. You start your own agency. You, yeah. You know, yeah. like with me now, like I don't nobody's really asking me what's going on i mean you know that's i'm supposed to know you yeah know? And, yeah now ask me and i'll tell you yeah, yeah exactly yeah, right yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, but, but i would have never been able to get here yeah if i, if I didn't build and that. cut my pants in that because God. it teaches you the basics accountability and responsibility and, and the yeah. basics of how to like just little things that i picked up there that i hadn't picked up in 10 years previous yeah of like know your numbers man yeah, how many calls does it take to make you a sale? Yeah, you know, know that. Numbers. Well, and know yeah. where you are right now versus your goal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. like okay, yeah. what do you want to make and this? Can year, your man? goal even happen? Yeah, like what what do you want to make this year, man? Yeah. Don't just throw out some stupid number. How yeah. are you going to get there? Yeah. Well, this is how. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chubbies, when was the last time you had somebody take a look at your life insurance? It's something that nobody likes to talk about, but one thing I know about Pudge is he's coming to your funeral, you might as well have him show up with a check and take care of those loved ones. Those, that's the time when they need it the most. He's writing it every day. Come have that conversation with him and get it done. And by the way, if you own a business and you haven't let Pudge quote your commercial insurance, you're making a mistake. Let him check it out. Make sure you got proper coverage for the best value on the market. Gillum Insurance for all your insurance needs, 740-395-0190. And Western Southern have very good system. Oh, yeah. And the dudes we worked with, you, Mm -hmm. Byler, Brennan. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just, it was, Mm -hmm. what a room. We all understood. What a a room. Yeah, we all understood the the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
pure it's purest form. I mean, we just well, don't I, know. I, I think it was rare in in, the, in that company that there was a room full of guys that basically bought in and said, "Well, no, we, what is the number? We're going to hit it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that crew in a, in a different area. Like, I would have liked to have seen that crew where there was some more. Um, Enough people to make a living. Well, actually, I would like to. See, I would like to have seen that same crew in a in a B two B situation, business to business. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, business to business yeah. sales, and this yeah. is nothing against consumer or retail. Yeah. B two B is hard. I mean, B two B is a much softer yes. sales mm-hmm. point, man. Yes. In my opinion, yes. I mean, and uh, I learned early on that the guy that's buying the three hundred fifty thousand dollar dozer. Uh-huh knows what he wants and is much easier to sell mm-hmm. and to work with than the guy that wants a $10,000 used skid steer. Yes. Oh, There's yeah. nothing wrong with either one of them. Right. Yeah. Just but two different sizes of, yeah. of a, yeah. Yes. Two different prospects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two different prospects, mm-hmm. two different mentalities. I mean, I, if, if times were different, you know, I may mm-hmm. have still been there, but, um, it was, it was, I was at a challenging point. Well, I mean, I, you know what, what I, I mean, the thing I, I was actually kind of astonished. I got out there and it's like, well, wait a minute, man, this guy, it's not his money. He just needs this product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not paying mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. His, his company is. Yeah. His hospital or his, whatever is paying for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it, it kind of like blew me away. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Like I'm not. Like I gotta see, ask him for the money, but like really, all I gotta do is let him know. See, I'm that, still doing that every day though. Where know, it's, dude, and it's, that's that's hard, dude. It's yeah. where it's and it, money's it's tight, your kitchen but, table money. Yeah, yeah boy. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, you're good at discerning that. You're one of the best at discerning that, and that's a compliment. I, I think that's why you've been able to stay in it so long. That, thank you. I don't know that's, what discerning yes. means. Well, you know what? Well, I think your customers understand. That you're not after their last dollar. That's no, it. No, I'll help them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I, I think that you've got to get, like, if you're going to be in, in business to consumer sales, mm-hmm. your customers, there has to be a level of trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is next level. Mm-hmm. That they know, like, oh, well, you know what, man? Like, they got to know you as a dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they got to be like, well, I trust that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. not after yeah, my he last told me. dollar. Yeah. 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 He's not like, you know, how many times have we all like the, the, the typical used car salesman oh, guy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That you know he's going to try to keep ratcheting mm-hmm. you up mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, you, you, you want know. the extended warranty? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all, the, that, all see, that. You see, yeah. But see, like coding. in my job, it wouldn't, I, they, they're, they're with me. You, oh, know, yeah, you know, where like, yeah, yeah, like a used are. car salesman, they won't yeah, like it's they, totally different. They leave the lot and you may never see them again. Well, if you if you come to me, I, I got you every month. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Like but you big, can't you can't do that. You can't do that. No. I would imagine and I I don't even have the perspective to make this comment, but I would imagine it's easier doing your job in your position now mm-hmm. versus when you were at Western Southern. Because now it's your office, it's your dime, it's your call mm-hmm. versus and it's your budget and your goal versus before it was well, um, I'll, I'll say it like this, you know, and I don't mean it like the grass is always greener, but it's just different set of headaches. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. Uh, grass is greener, dogs are meaner. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm tickled to death that I'm where I'm at now versus there. Like, mm-hmm. I had to, I'm, I'm glad I got out of that. Yeah, uh, yeah you're not longing for the Nah, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not missing Well, I mean, that business, you know, unfortunately, that, that business is going away. And what a powerhouse that mm-hmm. was. But we kind of saw don't even that have a, coming. Yeah, that's why we all were like, eh. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. We don't even have an office in town anymore, I don't think. Uh, they're, they're, well, they're they're really getting rid of a lot of their agency. And that thing was worth yeah. several I, Hey, this one down here was one of the biggest ones. In the company. Yeah, I remember you company. guys telling me that. Yeah. And we're like. It was old and, and it was big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was uh, it was cool, but I don't know. 
Will you gonna come back on and see us? Sure. Yeah, right. man. Hell, we got several topics. Several Thanks for topics. coming, man. Appreciate right. it. Come. Resident Take care. bourbon advisor. Yeah. Whiskey, rye. So uh, hey, like and subscribe. Hey, Kyle Fanta. We already told you his name. Kyle Fanta. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, everybody meet Kyle. Hey, I've seen some good looking merch out there on oh, social yeah. media. Prater was wearing some. Yeah. And, and, AP and, and you're returning the favor. Ooh, yeah, you're AP returning the favor. Shy, yeah. See the new shirts. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, get on there, like, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do us any bigger favor. Uh, Trying to get to 1,000. Yeah. Have a great summer. Enjoy July. We're, yeah. we're getting ready to go on vacation, but you mm-hmm. won't know it. Yeah, yeah, you will know. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see you, chubbies. See, see.